Hey, good morning and welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I'm Ken Walls and I'm your host. And oh my gosh, I'm so excited about today's guest. I have the one and only Fallon Taylor on the show today. Fallon, thank you so much for being on here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. You are, like I saw you the other day on um, on Ed Milet's podcast and I was just I was blown away and and listen my my wife is exactly like you like if we if if she had it her way we would have like 40 dogs and (laughs) (laughs) so um yeah I collect animals I've got a lot of them I have 40 horses I've got a goat a little mini farm um five dogs seven if you count the ranch dogs a lot of dogs (laughs) wow so, so you, you know, you told a story and I know you were born, born in Florida, right? Correct. In Tampa. Okay. And eventually you ended up in Texas. I did. I've got really cool parents. So I basically was like a retirement baby. Um, I'm 18 years younger than all my siblings. Um, and they decided like, you know, I, they're just really cool parents. They were like, what do you want to do when you grow up? And I started being obsessed with rodeo on television in the middle of a cul-de-sac in the middle of Tampa, Florida, (laughs) going to private school. And they were like, okay, whatever. So um, my dad is an inventor and he had a manufacturing plant in Ponder, Texas. And so one summer they brought me to see the rodeo that I watched on television every day. They brought me for my birthday to see it live and we never went home. And I turned pro the next week. I'd never been on a horse yet. I turned pro. So... (laughs) We just, my parents are strong believers in finding mentors and coaches and how quickly can we get the result that we're looking for. Um, And so they've instilled that in me. I I could not be more grateful for having that principle of whatever you're not good at, find somebody that's better and do what they do. So that's um, that's what we did. And I turned pro very quickly. Wow. And you were young. Seven. (laughs) Seven. A seven. Seven. That does that does not ha- well. It doesn't happen anymore, does it? No, no. The the so the law, the, the Fallon Taylor rule is you have to be eighteen to turn professional now. Oh my gosh! Wow, and it's because of you. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. We so, ruffled quite a few feathers. <laughs> yeah, I'd say you have. So and and you know, I've noticed that. I mean, you have a tremendous following. Huge following. Thank you. They, the, you know, what's really cool about um, my fans, I call them Flomies. My horse's name is Baby Flow. And so I say we're homies with Baby Flow. And so we're Flomies. <laughs> um, but the Flomies are really cool because, um, you know, they've allowed me to be very vulnerable and tell my story, whether it be a really great day or a really bad day. And I always want to provide a solution for them. Um, whether it's going really good or it's going really bad. Um, I want them to see all of that. And they've allowed me a really organic place to do that. You know, I've I've never paid for likes or paid for follows. I've just um, been in a state where it's like, if I can tell the truth, then I feel like um, the people will naturally show up And, and they have, and they've been so supportive. And, you know, the theme is, you know, if I can do it, why can't everybody do it? You know, I love it. I, I absolutely agree with you a thousand percent, too. So and, and that's one of the things that I, the reason I wanted to get you on the show 
is <clears throat> there's a couple reasons. One, and I'd love it if you would talk, if you can explain quickly about the accident sure. and, and, and how you came back from that is unreal. Um, but the, the other thing is like you put out so much positive energy. I was on <laughs> FallonTaylor.com last night, by the way, I bought your book for my wife. Yay, um, yeah. You. Yeah. So, um, so I'm sure that'll be here today. I'm kidding. I, yeah, I ordered it last night. Amazon prime. Oh, is it through Amazon? Yeah. Oh, we I bought it off your website. We go, no, no, we're basically Amazon. We ship very fast. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, I got you. I got you. Okay, cool. We're basically Amazon. So, which looks like an amazing book and journal, but, but I, I was listening to a couple of your podcasts that you're putting out on, 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 it's on your website and, and like, you just put out so much positive energy and it has really nothing to do with horses. Very little of what I do, I think, um, relates back to horses. Now, um, I just feel like when I looked for coaching or whatever to be really great in college or to be really great at trying to get the job that I wanted or to be really great at running barrels and barrel racing. Um, what's funny about barrel racing or anything we're trying to be better at is somebody has already gone before us and done something really cool. But if we keep looking in like the tunnel vision of just the sport we're in or just the job we want or just the whatever, I think you have to get really creative to find people that can help lead you in the right direction. Yeah. So for me, it's like, it's really great that you maybe follow me because of horses, but there's a lot of people, the majority of people have never even been near a horse. They just know, you know, like I follow um, some WWE chicks. I've never <laughs> been to a WWE event in my life. I have no idea. I, would, I couldn't point to one, but things that they put out and the content that they put out inspires me. It teaches me to persevere, teaches me to, you know, find a better way and, and those are the kind of things that I enjoy. And I figure that the rest of the, of the world is that way too. You know, we, we want to find inspiration from all over the place. So um, that's why I put out the content that I do. It takes me about three and a half hours every morning um, wow. to really get through everything. And I just feel like the value that we add to the planet is the value we're going to get back. And no matter what scale that we're able to do it, if you have two followers online or you're just the nicest person in the gas station, whatever value you put out, um, I believe is reciprocated back to us. So, wow. um, you know, that, that's, that's my process. That is so, so in that, that, so you have a video, um, that I watched last night on your, you go follow her YouTube channel, by the way, cause Please. it will blow <laughs> your mind. Like, uh, and, and look, my wife is the horse person. <laughs> yes. Like I, all I, when I met her, she had these horses and all I knew about them was, they're way bigger than me and I was afraid of getting kicked. That's it. Like, like don't, it's I'm dangerous. not walking. And I'm talking to my it's wife when we're watching sure. your video last night. I'm like, holy crap. She's like right behind that horse. And she goes, of course she is. I'm like, but, but so one of the things that happened, I watched one of you had a, a, a video you put out that said um, it, it was like the worst um, wreck in my career or something where you, you guys fell and, right. and baby flow, I think stepped on your helmet. Um, right. And, and, and here's what I loved about it. What you do. That's so amazing is you stuck around to, to, to sign autographs and talk to your fans. And you literally 
I don't want to say lectured, but you, you, you gave a talk and said, look, you're going to fall down in life. Things are going to happen. Don't come out here and throw a fit and start throwing right. stuff and, and, and all of that. Right. Like you went into an, it Absolutely. was amazing. Absolutely. You have amazing. to think of the, thank you, first of all, but you have to think about like your experience when you go through the world, every room you walk into, every place that you leave, gas station, restaurant, um, bathroom, doesn't matter. What do I want people to say about me when I leave the room? Yeah. What is their takeaway? What's their identifier? Am I the girl that if I don't do well throws a fit? Am I the girl that you can't approach if I didn't just win? What's my identifier? And what's really crazy about that event was um, people can be, um, I don't know the right word for this, maybe not so respectful of space and time in some certain situations. You know, like I don't get to walk into Tom Brady's locker room, you know, while he's getting patched up, you know, right. but in my sport, that people are able to just come right up to me. So as I was throwing up and crying, oh. um, and somebody was catching my horse, a lady throws her child in front of me and says, tell my daughter happy birthday and take a picture. Oh. And I'm literally <laughs> crying and throwing up and I look up and I go, if you could just give me five minutes. And so I oh. almost felt bad about not being able to um, live up to that moment for that person. That's my own, that's my own burden I bear. Yeah. But I thought, you know, if I can turn this moment into something that's really valuable to people in the middle of my fear, then that's me doing the impossible again. And every time I can do something that I feel like is, um, impossible then I feel like I can take on the next impossibility and then your brain starts to crave it, which I just think is the coolest thing. Wow. That is absolutely amazing. So, so back, in in um, in 2009, um, there was an incident that occurred on August 6th. August 2009. 6th. Are today. you serious? Are you serious? Today, today is the 10 year anniversary. That's why I booked this for today. Oh my um, today is the 10 year anniversary of me being told that I would have a two percent chance to live, walk, or talk, and. Before I go into the story, I would love to say like today I did just a running inventory of what have I been able to make happen? And so what's really cool is like, I've been able to win a million bucks. I've been able to win two world titles. I've been able to win AQHA horse of the year. I've gotten four national finals qualifications under my belt. Um, and then, but the biggest shift that I learned was how to change my platform from how many times can I see myself win to how much value can I add to the planet? Because it gets redundant. Yeah. It gets where it's like, okay, yeah, I won and, and I get all the glory now. Now what? Like, what is that? Okay, it helped me. It kind of feels like when you're on an airplane and they say, you know, when the mask drops, put the mask on yourself, then help the person next to you. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I helped me. Yeah. Now it's time to put the mask on the person next to me. So it was an wow. interesting wreck that I had. Um, in barrel racing, you know, it's, it's tradition to wear a hat, a cowboy hat. And that's great. I don't know why it's a tradition because barrel racing darn sure isn't a tradition. You know, you don't go round up barrels on the prairie. You know, <laughs> right. I, so I don't know why we're so stuck in tradition, you know, breaking wild barrels. I, I don't know what it is, like why it's so, why we're so caught up in the tradition, but you darn sure don't wear a helmet. And so I was um, on August 6th, 2009. I was 
riding my horses in my arena really late, 10 o'clock at night because it's hot. Yeah. Um, it's 98 degrees where I'm at right now and it's, you know, early. Um, so we were riding and my horse just had a freak accident, broke all the bones on this side of my, my face. I skull fractured in four places. Um, and I broke my C2, which is, uh, and my collarbone, which is a hangman's fracture. So when somebody gets hung, that, that's how they die is from a C2. It's the odontoid that moves your head from left to right. Oh my God. Final injury, traumatic brain injury. It's a big deal. Um, so I hit the ground and I, it's weird because I knew instantaneously I'd broken my neck. Um, so I had no fear. I just thought that maybe it was a slight concussion and that I would get over it. I mean, I knew I broke my neck, but I thought maybe I'm just being dramatic. Wow. So I got strapped to a picnic table and put in the back of a Dodge truck because I would not ride an ambulance because <laughs> I was not convinced. Oh my and God. don't ever do that, by the way. And I got to the hospital and, and the woman said, you know, she's got too good of a sense of humor right now. Uh, there's not too much wrong with her. She should just walk in. Oh my gosh. Um, what I didn't realize that I was partially paralyzed and I couldn't walk in. So then I started getting a little bit more concerned and I got put on the table. I got an MRI. I got a CAT scan and 13 minutes later I was on a helicopter and told that this would be the most relaxing 13 minutes of my life because my life was about to get really difficult. And um, it was just, I, I have felt so nervous and queasy and nauseous today because PTSD is real. Yeah. You know, it's, it's real. I'm going to ride horses today. I'm going to go through my day, <laughs> but it's real life. I'm tearing up like it's real you feeling like, like this trauma could happen again I'm scared I'm fearful what if this happens again and so I learned to walk again within 72 hours of being in the hospital told I would never walk again and I had this really amazing nurse and she said you're gonna get up and you're gonna fall down it could kill you and I said well what can we do she said well, we'll get a crane from the ceiling and, but you can't, you know, this, you got to sign all this stuff because I shouldn't be doing this. And it was about midnight. And she just said, you know, one nurse after another told me, you just won't be able to walk. And the next one, you won't be able to walk. And then the next one said, you probably won't be able to walk. And I said, that sounds optimistic. Let's do that. (laughs) So I took my chances with the probably won't be able to walk. And I got up and I don't know if it was that this woman was, believed me that I could walk or if she just didn't care about doubt either way I'm grateful that she was like I don't care if you think you can or you can't that's not my job so so I appreciate that this is 72 hours after the accident right see that wasn't that wasn't clear on that other interview and I remember thinking how was that six months later? Did she lay in a hospital bed for six months? It was 72 hours? A little bit less than 72 hours. I had a halo, which you can kind of see the the dents in my forehead, which I'm so grateful for here and here. Halo was screwed into my head, four screws. And you have to be awake for that because oh. they, they want to know if they hit your spine. That's pretty traumatic. They sit you up, they screw it into your skull. Um, and then you're wearing this contraption and they told me, you know, you're going to be here for, you know, five, six months. If we can get you up, it'll be a week or two. Um, if, if the feeling comes back, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but that, that woman, I'll never forget her. And she came in and I said, 
if you get me out of here, I'm going to deliver flowers to everybody up here tomorrow. And of course she was like, that's sweet. Like, you know, like <laughs> you could see the pity on her face of just like, this girl has no clue, you know? So she gets me up, I fall down. She gets me up again and just like inch by inch by inch by inch, I made it to the doorway and I thought, oh my God, I'm never going to do this, you know? Uh. And then she was like, well, and she just kept, it was so funny how she coached me. It was just like, well, come on. You've mm. already made it this far. It's not like you've never done this in your life. Oh my God. And I'm like, wow, she's so right. It's not like I've never done this in my life. I just have to literally focus on the next step and literally focus on the next step. If I would look up down to the end of the hallway, it was too far. It was yeah. too overwhelming. And it's so funny because that's how we operate up here is when we look too far, it's just too much. How could we ever get there? I look back over the last decade and I like, if I had told myself that that was the, the list, I need you to win a million dollars. I need you to win all these awards. I need you to inspire all these people. I need you to blah, blah, blah. I think I would have thrown my hands up. Wow. So I think the message that I hope to drive home for everybody listening today is when you write your goals down, make them crazy unrealistic and then throw them away and think of what would be the one foot I could put in front of the other today. Literally any action will get you there. Any action, wow. but you have to go forward. Wow. So I'm, I'm grateful for, for, for that nurse and I'm grateful for tenacity because I just didn't, I just wanted to get out of there and I delivered flowers the next day to every single person in there and that lady cried and cried. <laughs> Um, and it was, it was just a really cool moment. I didn't move fast, but quitting won't make it any faster. Wow. So slow is okay. As long as it's just incremental, like for everybody listening, I just, I just hope that you would understand literally doing in literally do anything toward what you actually want. You know, writing off a task list is really fun. Going to target and doing laundry. That's really great. But if you're not going toward the one thing that will keep you alive and passionate, it'll deteriorate every relationship you have around you. So God, that's I just so hope true. That whoever this is for um, today, that you just put one foot in front of the other, literally. You are absolutely unbelievable. Like on Facebook, the comments you won't you won't even believe if you have time to go back. Like there are people just uh, in awe over you. Like everybody you. is. So I kept all of my tears up today. <laughs> all of my tears, I kept them up today. It didn't turn into a crying baby. You are oh, absolutely absolutely amazing. That's a nice fence. So so so. <laughs> If I asked you this, like, what do you think, what's in your opinion, what is the number one thing that first comes to mind that holds people back from achieving their dreams? Not knowing what they want in the first place. How what do you is it fix that? You that? Want? How do you fix that? I know exactly how to do it. So I almost died, right? Yeah. It's a really great wake up call. Yeah. The best thing that I can do is say, listen, today, do yourself a favor, get out a pen and paper. If I told you, you had seven days to live, what would you regret that you haven't done yet? Write it down. It could be something so simple. My cousin, I had her do this. My cousin wrote down, take a hot air balloon ride. <laughs> okay, let's do that today. What is it that you really want? 
most people, if you won the lottery, you probably wouldn't live a life that's that different. You probably want things like a family vacation or to take a day off and not feel guilty about it or um, to invest more time in yourself at the gym or something really silly that we can do right now if we prioritize it as a must instead of just as something we should do. So writing it down, the second way is that stuff. And I know people don't have a map for what they want because I know that they'll get stuck on this one. Take out that same piece of paper. If I gave you a hundred million dollars to spend only on yourself, what, what would you go get? Just write it down. They would put the pen to the paper and go. <laughs> That's true. Pay off some debt. Like, I mean, we're not alive to just drink coffee, do podcasts and pay off debt. Like, we're, <laughs> that's not what we're alive for. We're alive for the bigger picture. So what is it that we're, I mean, I love everybody's Instagrams, but like, what do we want? And uh, once you have, you can't get anywhere until you put something in your GPS. I don't care who you are. Amen. So what's the GPS pointing at? And then you can start putting one foot in front of the other. But I know that's where everybody gets lost. I do it all the time. Yeah. Wow. That is, God, that's powerful. That is so powerful. Okay. I, I like, we're 22 minutes in. I, you, you <laughs> told me you wanted to do 20 to 30 minutes. I want to respect your time. Thank you um, so much for having me. I hope that it touched someone today. And you're amazing. That's my job on the planet. So what is it that you end breakthrough. every video with? I say, count your blessings, drink your protein, and say thank you to Jesus. Are those shirts for sale somewhere? Absolutely. So I own a clothing company called Ranch Dressing, which I think is hilarious. Um, but ranchdressing.com <laughs> is my website. Um, and I sell merch. That's the big business behind me. Um, and we just try to inspire people that ride horses or don't ride horses to go pursue their dreams and stand out. So hopefully you guys will go visit me over there too. Yeah, ranch dressing. So it's just I-N at the end? It's just in, D-R-E-S-S-N. N, okay, dot com. So D-R-E-S-S-N.com. I'll put the link it. in in um, in the Facebook post and-, and Awesome, I'll, thank you. I'll, I'll share it out to everybody that follows me. You, Fallon, are an amazing, inspirational woman. I am so, so grateful that you took the thank time. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you, everybody, for joining. I so appreciate it. You rock. Thank you. And, and thank you to everybody who shared this out. My wife just put the link in. So we'll talk more um, about the other stuff, too. But um, you guys have an awesome day. Hang on real quick, Fallon, and um, I'll let you guys go. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you. Oh, go follow Fallon, by the way. Please, um, yeah. On Instagram, it's Fallon Taylor 2, right? Correct. And Facebook, it's Fallon Taylor and Baby Flow. Correct. Okay, good. Awesome. Thank you so much. Everybody go follow Fallon right now, and we will see you later. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.